Okay, everybody, we decided to take this week off, so here's one of our classic episodes. Hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael Lee the second, and with me as always is... Is... Matthew... I'll change my name to Addison Ray Part 2 if we don't have another He's All That coming to Netflix, because apparently... Addison Ray has like a seventy-five thousand film contract for Netflix, even after, after getting loads of criticism from people for he's all that because Netflix thinks, oh shit, people hate this, let's just give them more of it, because that's a good business model. That's my whole middle name, by the way. My last name is Haas. So we slogger every time. Were you, you able know? to like write that on forms? Yeah, it cost quite a bit of money, but um, because they charge you per word, I think so. <laughs> yeah, kind of like tombstones, you know, they charge per letter. Well, um, you know, that's kind of sad. It is. <laughs> you it think is. They it. do. I think they charge per letter. I think they do. Uh, <laughs> that's sad to think about. So it's like if you're if you're broke, it just says like hi or something like that, or like uh, or bye. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> I'm just gonna have my tombstone just say Mike, because um, it's only four. It's only four letters. I'm not even gonna have a date only on four it. Left. Just gonna say Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> oh. Yep. Oh God. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um. So. Um. Today on the show. We are venturing back into the world of direct-to-video sequels or reboots or whatever the fuck this is. And um, remake. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's uh, our Direct From Hell <laughs> series. Today we are covering the Netflix film He's All That, a gender-swapped remake of She's All That, the 1999 um, teen classic, I guess. Um, you know, I guess. I mean, I, 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 liked, I liked She's All That a lot, but mainly because I have a huge crush on Rachel Lee Cook, who is in this movie as well. Um, oh, that was her. Okay. Yeah, she was the mom in this. Ah, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have two returning cast members from the original, Rachel Lee Cook and Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. And Can uh, I say something that's embarrassing? Sure. I thought her mom was Winona Ryder. Oh. That's like <laughs> I, that. I can see the, the, the similarities. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um. So, uh, due to the fact that Matthew Lillard is in this movie, and he and I are both in the movie Home Run Showdown, <laughs> I am only two degrees away from Addison Ray. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, is that something to be proud of, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She is the second most popular person on TikTok. I mean, that's important to some people. I'm not one of those people, but it's, she is it's a, important. She is a TikTok star, and I'm an old man, so I don't get TikTok. We have a TikTok now, folks. I'm still begging. I'm still begging you to let us know what to do. You don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's as simple as that. Maybe I should watch some Addison Ray videos and get some ideas. I don't know. Anyways, um, so this film stars Addison Ray, as I said, um, and Tanner Buchanan, who people may know from Cobra Kai and uh, a recurring role on Girl Meets World. <laughs> Um, we also have Madison Pettis, who people may know from, um, American Pie Presents Girls Rules. Oh, God. Yeah, she was in that. We covered that one. Uh... People will know her from when she was a little girl in the movie The Game Plan with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't think I've saw seen that movie. It's a good movie, actually, and she plays his daughter in that when she was when she was like you know really little. Oh, was that the meme where like someone's like talking in the backseat of the car and he like turns his head? Is that where that? Comes no, from? no, no. That's uh, that's like uh, Escape from Witch Mountain or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's in he's all that and. Uh, I mean, which we're watching now, but she was also in a previous uh, fan favorite episode of ours, uh, American Pie Girls Rules. <laughs> it's our most watched video on YouTube. <laughs> For some reason. It's literally got thousands of views. <clears throat> no idea why. It's not our best work. Not even close to our best work. No, fact. but... <laughs> some reason people like it so there we go um you know maybe maybe it'll be our our link into becoming addison ray famous um anyway so uh <laughs> we also have rachel lee cook in the movie um returning as i said but she's playing a different character because this is like a reboot not a sequel um right um the film was actually written by the same off the same writer as the original film, R. Lee Fleming Jr. And directed by Mark Waters, known for movies like Um Vampire Academy, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, The Spiderwick Chronicles. Um, Bad Santa 2, um, Mr. Popper's Penguins, 
I just like saying that. Mean Girls. <laughs> the Lindsay Lohan version of Freaky Friday. Head over heels, just like heaven. Um, yeah. Cheerleader Death Squad, the TV movie. I don't know what that is, but I just like the ta- the, the, the the title. Um, <laughs> what cheerleader? Was it called Death Squad? Yeah, Cheerleader Death Squad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And anyways, um, so... Oh, and Magic Camp, which was recently on uh, Disney Plus. <clears throat> um, so, um, co-starring uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community. Um, so, like I said, Matthew Lillard is in this as well as Principal Bosch. Um, we do have um, Jordan Van Drainen, Drainen or whatever, played by. Um, Peyton Meyer from Girl Meets World. Um, we also have the character of um, Nisha, played by Annie Jacob. We have uh, Bryn Queller, Queller, the sister of the main character of Cameron Queller, played by Tanner Buchanan, um, played by Isabella Crovetti. We have um, Myra Molly playing the character of Quinn. We also have Kourtney Kardashian appearing as a basically a veiled version of herself in a character named Jessica Miles Torres. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> that's pretty much our, you know, major cast members here. So, Matt, yeah, what happens in this movie? Uh, so, Edison Ray's character, forget her name. Um, her character is named Paget Sawyer. That's right, Paget Sawyer. So she's like, basically plays herself. She's a social media. And I hate to use this phrase, influencer, which I hate to like just like I feel it in my bones. I hate that phrase, influencer. What does that even mean? I mean, I know what it means, but it's just so on the nose. It's like you're literally saying that you influence others to do what you want them to do. Like it's like it's like admitting that you're a propagandist. Like, yeah, I do propaganda. Like you're just out saying it. I I, like you're I, not even, I will you're say not even I did. I did find some of the some of this movie funny. Some of the lines, like there was some, there was a part where somebody was pointing out the fact that you're basically like a cult leader. Yeah, which kind of are, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, so you know, she's you know got a lot, you know, a lot of followers on social media, and I kind of go through her routine where, you know, she'll get up early and put makeup on and all this stuff, and then. She'll go back to bed and then she'll hit record as though she just woke up like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, talking to all of her, you know, followers in like, you know, the live chats and, just, you know, trying to do like, a, you know, like a message, you know, message of hope and, you know, positivity and all that stuff. 
and then you know she you know answers a few people's questions and then she you know gets ready to go to school and then we find out that you know she pretty much just lives with her mom in kind of a somewhat working class type of home it's you know not just not at all like uh you know like her bedroom kind of looks like it would be like in a really kind of like ritzy house you know but that's just how she set it up again because this whole movie is about you know being very image centric and shallow that kind of thing so her bedroom pretty much just looks nothing like you know the rest of the house yeah house and her mom is a nurse and uh you know, she just got home from like, you know, a 12 hour shift at work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And, uh, you know, we start talking. We find out that um, uh, Paget's actually been paying some of the bills, um, you know, against her mom's wishes, you know, because she's making, you know, quite a bit of money, you know, with her, you know, social media career. So she went paid like what was it the plumbing bill or something I forgot. yeah so, something, something like that and i mean i i will i will tell you i mean her her goals are basically she's doing this uh i mean sure there 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 is the whole uh image you know sort of thing that she's getting from it but she's also using the money that she's making for it to pay for her college is what she's hoping to do so i uh you know it's at least, at least slightly altruistic you know it's not like a you know yeah completely selfish thing at least she's paying for an education i guess yeah i mean she's not really totally that self-centered and um so she goes to school and she actually pretends to live in a nicer neighborhood and to be picked up by her rich friends so she actually has them meet outside um like just a different apartment complex or something. I yeah, it's, it's it's like a nice fancy like apartment or apartment building slash condo building or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So she goes in the car and yeah, you know, they're kind of you know they they you know well at least one of the friends. They, I mean, they both kind of act like just like you know like they think they're above you know certain parts of the city or or whatever you know because they're come from like rich families or whatever so you know very typical class you know antagonism that the upper class has against the lower classes and by the way the feeling is mutual and eventually we will have a war with each other and we'll see who wins anyway uh, <laughs> sorry oh. that came out weird <laughs> was that a threat <laughs> no it's not a threat i'm just saying uh, was just just looking you know seeing the lines being drawn in the sand and just you know. uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Yes, every video I have, or every recording, they gotta bring in like weird communist shit. But uh, about he's all that, okay. Um, well, they they're doing like a music video for her boyfriend, who is also like some social media star. Because I guess that makes sense that you would go out with someone just like you, mm-hmm. and you both have to happen to go to the same high school together, and you both happen to be huge social media stars with like millions of followers. Okay, I guess that's possible that that could happen. Yeah, because but... two of them in the same high school would happen. Yeah, it just in, in the same grade as well. But whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. no, no, no matter. But we'll just we'll skip that kind of thing. And it turns out that you know he was filming like I guess like not his music video like not in like the, the richest part of town. Like they like they said it was like oh this is the valley of the valley. Like oh man, that's so like. That's so rough and tumble, like, you know. Yeah. Um, 
And it turns out that um, he was he, he invited her to 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 show show up to the the music video, but he thought it was be a good idea to cheat on her in his trailer at the appointed time that she was supposed to. Well, no, no. For, anyway. for, from what I understand, is she had actually he had actually said not to visit the set. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he, he was cheating on her and she caught him and then she went on this very long, angry rant, but her quote friend was filming. We'll find out later. It's pretty obvious to anyone who's like above two years old to figure this out. But uh, she, she was filming the whole interaction and then within like a day, she became like the enemy of Twitter because that's what usually happens is, you know, you do one wrong thing or, or whatever, and immediately your scarlet letter, you know, you're you're finished. Um, which is why I don't have Twitter or any of those kind of big social media platforms because it's they're pretty ruthless out there. Um, you know, I, I always joke about you know at least with like fundamentalist religions, like your sins are forgiven once you go into the fold, like you're just wiped clean. But with like social media, it's like those sins are never forgiven. Like you you can never. Like, no matter how much, you know, whipping of yourself you do for, like, it's just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, somehow that, that, uh, you know, she started, starts losing the followers because of this and stuff. And it's just like, oh no, you know, she had a bubble booger. Yeah. God forbid that you cry when you find out that your boyfriend for like the past two years has been cheating on you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Terrible to have emotions or express emotion. No. God, God forbid she actually cares about anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 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 we got that going on, and um, you know he he's like a you know this aspiring piece of shit hip hip hop artist. Um, <clears throat> you know, yep. Who uh, takes his shirt off all the time? Um, he was cheating with a backup dancer. Um, and, uh, so, uh, this leads to a bet at the school because she breaks up with, with, with Jordan Van Drainen. <laughs> JVD. JVD, yep. you know? <clears throat> it's almost like JCVD, you know? He's almost like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Anyway, so, uh, the, uh... <laughs> yeah, right. The, uh... I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, oh, God. So, uh, <laughs> this was a movie, Matt. It's, it was certainly a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had all of the features that a movie has. Yes. Yeah. It, it, they had cameras. Mm-hmm. They had a director. Yep. Actors, apparently. Uh, apparently, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll give them that. We'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Locations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lighting. Check. Yep. <laughs> distribution. Uh, screen. screen. Yeah. Distribution. Screenplay. Mm-hmm. A list of credits. Stars. Uh, loosely speaking, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, the, the the main the main guy, he's from Cobra Kai, and that's a good show. So. Yeah. Well, he's an awesome actor, yeah. actually. I really, yeah. I really like Tanner Buchanan as an actor. I think he's, I think he needs to be in something bigger, you know. So. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I liked him when when I saw him. Like the first time I saw him was on Girl Meets World, and uh, I thought he was good on there. So I think the kid has a future. If he stays away from movies like this, <laughs> oh man! Hey, it's probably a, a decent paycheck. Well, know? I'm sure it is, and, and he's I like, mean, hey, you know, I've got season four of Cobra Kai coming up, and I can also do this on the side. And 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 on paper, this isn't a bad idea for a movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it, on paper. A lot of a lot of movies are good on paper. True. Um, yeah. It's executing of that, mm-hmm. you know, make. And I mean, the first is the first is. I mean, even though it it is a, it's it's a loose adaptation of My Fair Lady, which was a adaptation of the play Pygmalion, which was an adaptation of the story of Pygmalion. <laughs> which itself, I'm pretty sure this concept has existed throughout the entire world. Yeah, history of the world, even before. Mm-hmm. Stories. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, even mean like just people in their everyday life would be like, you know, that guy or girl would actually probably look good if like they just did something different. You know what I mean? Like it's like that's not a. Yeah, I mean, because the new, the the, act, the actual uh, history of the of the story of like Pygmalion, like the original idea of Pygmalion was about a guy who created a statue of the perfect woman. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and and it came to life or something. So, um, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't so know. So it's like weird science, basically. Yeah. Before weird science. Okay. Yes, exactly. And, um, <laughs> the, uh, but so, you know, in my opinion, after watching this movie, I really wanted to watch My Fair Lady again. Anyway, so, um, the, uh, <laughs> this, uh, movie continues where, um, like, just like in the, in She's All That, um, there's a bet to uh, take a quote-unquote outcast or nerd and uh, turn them into the new prom king, in this case. Yeah. Um, and that uh, that is um, the school's least popular boy, Cameron Queller. Who's actually a pretty cool guy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit full of himself, but, yeah. you know, thinks he's yeah. better than all the the normies. But, you know, whatever. Um, he's he, got he's one a, friend that likes a lot. He's an antisocial photography student. Um, so Padgett basically goes up and tries to befriend him. And... um. She gains information about him from his younger sister, Bryn. <laughs> yeah, as one does. Mm-hmm. And so this is a whole, this bet thing. Basically, uh, her friend Alden, um, better about it in that, uh, you know, the, the person that, uh, loses the bet, you know, is a loser forever. Which... How would that even be established? That's a whole. Yeah, it, they, they explain it later in the movie in the credits, but we'll we'll get to that. 
Um, true. True. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, um, so, uh, they become, they start to become close. She basically wants to become closer to him. Um, she finds out that he is into horses and horse riding, decides to begin taking horse riding lessons with him. Um, she, uh, she begins to bond with him more and more and, uh, discovers as they're going on that he lost his mother years ago and they live with their, uh, grandmother who has a weird obsession with Tom Selleck and, um, (laughs) (laughs) yep. Um, and, uh, she basically tries to, uh, you know, fix up his appearance, you know, because he has long hair, long shaggy hair, so that makes him ugly. Oh well, yeah, of course. <clears throat> Just like in the original, Rachel Lee Cook, one of the hottest women on the face of the planet, wore glasses, so that made her ugly. I mean, those are the rules, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't you can't argue with the rules. So, yep. Take her glasses off, and all of a sudden she's hot. You cut the dude, I mean, you cut the dude's hair, and all of a sudden he's hot. Even though, like, even though he was already attractive to begin with, I mean, to be honest, I did not like the haircut they gave him at all. I thought it looked stupid on him. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. me. Um, yeah, like I'm sorry, not every hairstyle looks good in every person. No, because every person has a different shaped head. Oh, uh, so no, we all have the exact same head. I guess so, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... She she begins to bond with him, finds out about the mother, you know, dying. Um, uh, and their father is residing in Sweden and sends them random gifts from time to time, like every few months or so. She, uh... But yeah. I didn't understand the random gifts. Like, what, like, what was... What are they even supposed to... Sick- just like random I think shit. it was just basically like, oh, I still think about you, kids. Here's some crap from Sweden. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, here's a crappy Barbie doll from Sweden or whatever. Because, um, <clears throat> you know, that's the way my dad showed me that he loved me. He's got you a Barbie, Barbie doll from Sweden? Yes. <laughs> or a Swedish version of a Barbie Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I still have it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I sleep with it every night. Okay. It's getting weird, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, none of that is true. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so uh, there's this party that uh. That her, uh, that that her uh, friend um, is having for her birthday, and it's called "Drop It Like F. Scott." Mm. It's a Great Gatsby-themed birthday party, which uh, which Cameron points out to the fact that you know if you actually read Great Gatsby or watch the movie, you realize that the excess of the world that they lived in was uh, basically you know 
pointless and uh it was yeah it was a satire on, on the, the the ruling well, class yes yeah it wasn't meant to be emulated it was which uh, which is what this movie is i think doing by doing that you know so it's 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 actually kind of clever in a way because they're basically showing how these kids misunderstand the concept of great gatsby by doing what Greg Gadsby is satiring, and in fact, the movie is then satiring. Well, that whole story, you know, if you actually understand it, which I know most people don't read, or people could read, people don't really comprehend anymore, um, unfortunately, for for most yeah. people. And that's not, that's not an ageist thing. That just seems a general yeah. things going on in our society where... We could take in the information, but we can't actually comprehend what it is. So, that whole story, you know, of the Great Gatsby or whatever, his entire life is a fraud. All of it. I mean, like, from, even from literally, they, they even mentioned the fact that he has a fake bookcases to make it look like he has books. They're just, they're not even, they're just like boxes in the wall to make it look like he has yeah. books than what he has. So, it's like, obviously, that's meant to sort of portray the sort of just, farce of his entire life I and mean, he he built which, up his whole persona which he, makes sense because up. that that that's kind of what is going on with Paget's life because mm-hmm. her life yeah is a fraud <clears throat> so so that there i mean i i will tell you some of the writing in this movie is actually clever mm-hmm. in a way you know that's going to go over the heads of all the teenagers that are watching this movie Probably, yeah. and probably some most of the adults as well. Yes. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, they're at this Great Gatsby themed party. Um, there's a <clears throat> there's a sexual assault in this movie, like most, uh, um, you know, <laughs> teen movies that we cover yep. on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Um. Which is weird because in the old movies they didn't really even acknowledge that it like happened. It was just like, yeah. oh, that's normal. But now, I guess they try. It. But even then, they didn't really acknowledge it that much. Even in this movie, which is weird because it came out literally like a week ago or whatever. Two yeah, because um, what what happens is, um, Jordan, Mister, take my shirt off all the time with great abs, um. <laughs> Uh, tries to get back together with Paget. She's not having it, and um, so uh, he then runs into um, Bryn, Cameron's younger sister, who I'm not understanding how old she is in this movie. Is supposed to be. I don't know how much younger she is than than Cameron, but if Cameron's like say a senior. And so is uh, <clears throat> so is Jordan. I mean, there's a chance Jordan's already 18. So I'm just gonna make that point. She's too. supposed to be a sophomore, but yeah, at the looks of it, she looks like a very young sophomore, like 15 at the at the oldest. Yeah, and he's like full blown. Yeah, that that scene made me really uncomfortable. I'm like, dude, like, especially since on, especially <laughs> since I. <clears throat> so the ages between these actors. Peyton Meyer was born November 24th, 1998. And 
Isabella Cramp, who uh, plays, uh, or who goes by Isabella Crivetti, um, is was born December eighteenth, two thousand four. She's age. She's sixteen in real life. And so, and Peyton Meyer is like twenty two. Right, I'm not doing. I'm not good at math. I'm like, okay, so he's like six years older. Um, yeah, in, in real life, I mean, yeah, in, in the movie, in the movie, like, maybe two, but still. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, you can tell she's a lot younger than you, man. Yeah, like, like, I mean, it's like, like, come on, man. Like, but then again, I don't think they're even thinking about that. Yeah, I think they didn't think this whole entire movie through. So, yeah, so I mean, it, it's um, it's. It, at least we don't really see it happen, so because it happens well, off yeah, screen, of which is good. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just glad that that isn't like uh, sleepover where we actually see an event happen and stuff and other things. So Wait, what happened? Wait, sleepover? What happened? I mean, I know I I was I was drunk when we recorded that, but uh... <laughs> the uh, the um <laughs> that was uh where uh. A much older actor tried to have sex with a much younger actress in, um... What? Oh, yeah, the dude in the car, in the car. Right? Yeah. They were just, like, parked out in some, like, public park. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, everybody's by and he's trying to have sex with her there. Yeah, anyways. So, um... <laughs> Sleepover, that's good. 2004, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, is the year that the actress who plays, uh, Bryn was born. Exactly. <laughs> Oh god, I feel so I feel so fucking old. Now. I know. <laughs> like Oh man, like does it not even feel that long ago to me and I realize mm-hmm. like people fucking born in that year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh Jesus. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Matt, but people are born every year. I know, it just gets worse. I, 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 <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like so like I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying now, but like, yeah. just, uh, AD, sorry, ADHD moment. Um, just, uh, okay, so like next year will be, um, my, my 20 year of graduating high school. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, shit, that means that someone born the exact day I graduated high school is going to be 20 years old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like uh, and, and that was two years before I myself became 20. Yeah, and I, 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 I think really weird when it comes to math, age math, like they like start comparing myself to other people. I'm like, wait a minute, that's still that was two years before I myself became twenty. So it, it, it's it's even weirder because I I'm past the twenty fifth anniversary of when I graduated high school. So yeah. um, everyone that's been born after I graduated from high school is legally allowed to drink in the United States. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. There's that. Um, that really puts things into perspective. So, anyways, um, so... I, sorry, I didn't mean... I just want to say something really quick. Go ahead. Before, okay, so I mentioned that I was drunk when I when I recorded um, the Seaboer. I, I wasn't, like, completely drunk. But I, I, I had, like, a shot of whiskey, like, every half hour, and that was, like, a two-hour-long episode. So that kind of tells you something about how much I talk when it comes to that. Alcohol. but um so yeah uh, if anyone wants like a challenge where it's like 
I want Matt to record this while he's someone. I'm not, by the way, I'm not going to get totally inebriated. So if anyone requests that, that's not going to happen. But like, if it's like, oh, I want, I want to hear Matt's thoughts when he's drank a little bit or whatever, then, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do about that. But uh, yeah, send me a message at Mike at CullenPark.com and we'll take care of that. <laughs> Anywho, um, back to the <laughs> plot here. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, the, um, Bryn is basically making out with, I guess, off screen with, uh, Jordan with, with Mr. JVD and, um, <laughs> and so, uh, and then, then he tries to, you know, go further with her basically. And she's not having it. Yep. Which is good. Um, and uh, not to deny anybody their sexual desires, whatever they want, that's their thing. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, you shouldn't get with somebody named Jordan Van Drainen or whatever. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Peyton Meyer's a great guy in real life because, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. His character sucks. So, um, the, uh, right. Well, that's the point. I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be exactly. a, a complete asshole. <laughs> so, um, yep. anyways, the, um, so, so Cameron gets in a fight and goes all, you know, kung fu on the kid. <laughs> and then, uh, after the fight, after, uh, after Cameron beats Jordan's ass, basically, um, the, uh, Jordan throws, uh, throws Cameron's, uh, camera into the water, a camera, which we learned earlier was a gift from his mother who passed away. Yeah. So that sucks. And, yeah. um, so he dives into the water, gets that. And then he, uh, he, uh, he, I don't know. So, so the next day, Alden, who uh, is uh, one of uh, Paget's friends, turns on Paget and reveals her plot to become prom queen, queen alongside Jordan. Because at after the at the end of the party, Jordan and uh, and Alden kind of got together. Also at the party, um. Nisha and Quinn got together as well. They were, uh, um, that's, uh, Hadget's other best friend and Cameron's best friend. Yeah. So, so yeah, we got that going on. Anyways, um, so, you know, that's just a little subplot. Um, so, so, <laughs> so, so anyways, Alden tries to uh, ruin Paget's life, basically. Um, and uh, wants to become, you know, prom queen alongside Jordan, revealing her true colors uh, that she was responsible for live streaming Paget's breakup. So she uh, was recording or running, you know, live on purpose. Yep. 
Yep. Like a piece of shit. Yep. I mm. I saw that from the very beginning when like, oh, she was still recording. Yeah, me too. I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, why would you do that unless you were like doing it on purpose? Like uh-huh. yeah. so uh So anyways, um Paget is, you know, has been falling for Cameron. She's ex- she's afraid to express her feelings after she kisses him. He, he uh invites her over to check out his uh his dark room. Yeah, man, which sounds dark dirtier than it should. Um no, where the photos are. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> just saying it, check out my dark room, baby. Yeah, let's check out my dark room, man. That's right. <laughs> right and with my with my super mm. cool thoughts and you know, I'm I'm such an intellectual and uh, you know, I hate the world, man. What uh, um So uh <laughs> anyways, uh Bryn finds out that Paget kissed Cameron. So uh, she advises him to uh, ask her to prom, and you got to do a promposal. I guess this is a thing, um, because the world is the strangest place it's ever been. Anyway, so um, and I'm really glad I'm not in high school now. That's yeah. all. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Me too. Totally. Um, I I feel bad for teenagers now. Like me, yeah, me too. Of all the shit that I deal with, yeah, on top of just regular school shit, but like, I, I mean, I was treated like shit a lot in high school by certain people, and in grade school specifically, more so than high school. High school things weren't as bad because I find I found my people and yeah. um, things like that. But um, it's just so sad. You got the internet and everything to deal with now too. You know, you've got this, which, which this movie does kind of emphasize, which I mean, it is, it's a good thing too to kind of basically point out the fact that ironically, that being a social influencer, isn't a cool thing. Right. Yeah. It's not in a movie that stars a social influencer. <laughs> What's that? I said in a movie that stars a social influencer. Exactly. That's kind of yeah, the weird part of it. Um, unless she's gonna quit being a TikToker because of this movie, then that would be you know an interesting message, I guess. But I I don't think that's gonna happen. I highly doubt that, especially when one of her best friends is Courtney Kardashian. Anyway, so um the uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's why Courtney's in the movie. Anyway, so um the <laughs> yep, um. So, so, anyways, uh, fast forward through this a little bit. Uh, we've got um, at that point, we've got the whole famous uh, rehash of this of, of the "I'm a bat, I'm a fucking bat" um, scene from the original. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite line in the original <laughs> movie. So, um, yeah, we've we've got that scene where um, Alden basically exposes the challenge that uh, Paget and her made. Um, and that makes Cameron angry, of course. And so on the day of the prom, uh, Paget's mom tells her that, uh, you know, she should still go to the prom, but be her real self, not worry about anything else, you know? Um, Cameron refuses to go to the prom, but Bryn, realizing that her brother has been 
smiling for the first time ever ever since their mother's death um since Paget came into her, his life basically persuades him to go <clears throat> he doesn't show up and Paget uh ends up declining her role as prom queen which she won and uh, Alden thinks she came in second so she can come up and get the uh get the thing oh yeah and Jordan was prom king by the way so uh Cameron you know, didn't win that, uh, didn't win prom king like the bet was supposed to be. Um, and this is all after we had this big dance off. Oh God, I hated that so much. Which was amazingly, um, made fun of by, uh, Matthew Lillard in the movie itself, which is great. (laughs) Great. Yeah. 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 So I was reading somewhere. Um, we'll get to this in trivia a little bit. Guess how long Matthew Lillard was on set. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. A little a few minutes. I don't know. Um, he filmed. He filmed everything, including all of his voiceover stuff that they have throughout the movie in a half hour. Oh wow! <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I like him a lot. I think I do too. I I love I love Matthew Lillard. If you're listening to this, Matt, I really like you on the show. Um, so please so. Who did he play the first movie? She's all that because it's been like decades since I. He was basically the Jordan kind of character. Oh, okay. He was a. He was basically a. uh, He was. um, He was kind of the Jordan sort of character. Um, He was the. But he was the no. He was more like the uh, more like the backup dancer sort of character, I guess, in a way, because he was the um, Freddie Prince's character was dating a girl that broke up with him for Matthew Lillard's character. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Matthew Lillard was like a star on MTV on like the real world or something. In that movie, so. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah, not in real life, but in the movie, his character... Yeah, his, his, character <laughs> his character was like a reality TV star on... I'm oh, I sure see. on like the real world. I, I It's been years since I've seen the movie, so I'm trying to remember... I might go back and rewatch it now to kind of take the taste of this movie out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, so uh, Alden didn't win second, so she doesn't get to be prom queen. Uh, this like total goth girl ended up winning it. <clears throat> Which I didn't understand. Said it was a right. But why do so many people write in her name? I don't know. In the first place, they didn't explain how. No, that they they didn't. Um, no, <clears throat> they dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it mattered, but um, yeah, you know, because it wasn't like that important of a plot point to really, yeah. You know. And and when uh when Paget declines her prom queen role, she goes through a whole thing where she basically explains who she really is. That she's not rich, she, you know, lives in a house, her mom, you know, blah, 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 and she shows, like, pictures of herself and what she really is like, you know, when she's not all made up and everything in this, like, sweet sort of moment in the movie. And, um, she knows that Cameron's not there, but then she ends up, uh, going outside, Cameron... Rides up on a horse outside the school. Of course, like you do. I mean, I always did that. 
Yeah. I actually took a horse to school every day. I don't know about you. Just just sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Like like on Thursdays or something. Yeah, it was mainly a Thursdays type of deal. Yeah. I was more of a Wednesday guy myself. But anyway, so <laughs> the um <clears throat> so uh anyways, uh he he basically, you know, forgives her, they kiss and uh then uh they ride off on they, they they show a thing where they're riding on horses and doing like her little social media shit wherever they're visiting different places and uh and then at the end they both get tattoos that say loser on their arms. And then there's get it. and then there's my favorite part of the movie, the credits. Oh yeah, the credits are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, because that made me realize the movie was over, and um, <laughs> yep, yep. So that was uh, he's all that, <laughs> folks. You ready for trivia? Red trivs. Yes, here's some trivs. Trivs. Yep. Yes, the school where Paget attends is the same school from the original. She's all that. So they filmed <laughs> at the same school. R. Lee Fleming Jr. also wrote She's All That. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. During the makeover scene, Paget says, you have to trust me, which is what Anna Paquin's character says before making over Rachel Lee Cook's character in the original. <laughs> okay, a COVID-19 testing kiosk at downtown LA's Union Station was shuttered December 1st, 2020, so that the film could use the uh, the iconic terminal as a location. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew Lillard delivers all the school announcements throughout the film. Um, This would be the second collaboration between Peyton Meyer and Tanner Buchanan after Disney Channel's Girl Meets World. (laughs) Matthew Lillard was only on set for 30 minutes. Um, (laughs) Rachel Lee Cook's second Netflix film, her first was Love Guaranteed. Um, This is Addison Rae's movie debut. Never would have guessed that because she's just so... Wait. <laughs> she wasn't that bad. Oh my god! I mean, well, I mean, yeah, there were moments here and there where she was like terrible, but, like a whole movie. She yeah, was. I know there was there were moments where she was good. Um, yeah. The uh, prom scene features Rachel Lee Cook's character recognizing a cover of "Kiss Me" and wondering where she had heard the song before. This is a deliberate uh-huh. nod to the original She's All That, which uh, Cook starred in, and featured the original song by uh, Six Pence None the Richer. Um, uh, Rachel Lee Cook and Matthew Lillard are the only two actors from the original movie to star in the remake, though they are not reprising their original roles. Um, Cameron says to Paget. Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? Rachel Lee Cook's <laughs> character, Lainey Boggs, said the same thing in the 1999 film. Okay. <laughs> and that's all the trivia. You ready for, tri- you ready for some uh, reviews? 
Yeah, let's go ahead with the reviews. Let's do it. Okay. Here's a one out of ten. Written on my birthday, August 28th, 2021. Interesting. (laughs) Tanum95065 says, too much cringe. I cringed so hard that my soul climbed out of my body and now I'm doomed to roam the earth as a ghost. Cringe for all eternity. Wow. Another one. A one out of ten. Written same day, August 28th. Um, by M. Burt 93. Forced to watch. And their review is, the reviews are more entertaining than the movie. That's my review. (laughs) Oh. Another one out of ten. (laughs) From from MK93, written on August 27th, 2021. The, The headline is, the only good acting in this movie was from the horse. Wow. What was this movie? Didn't even make sense one bit. Terrible acting from Addison. The scene transitions. The angles. The storyline. The Gen Z infested BS and random dance off. LMAO. It was a hot mess. I was looking forward to this all week and it was a big letdown. Do not watch. Um, wow. Here's one from uh, Glittered uh, Sweet Shadow, written on the 27th of August. <clears throat> one out of ten. What the heck? Who held Matthew Lillard and Rachel Lee Cook at gunpoint to star in this mess? Um, okay. Okay, worst movie ever distributed by Netflix. Addison Ray was a mistake for the lead. From Trenters, written on August 29th, 2021. Addison mm. Ray tried method acting for this role. The method did not work. P.S. <laughs> you're better off enjoying this movie with a blindfold on and the music turned up. I don't know what that meant. Hey, I'm not even sure <clears throat> he's it. Yeah. Another headline. I'm just going to read some of the headlines here. It says, watch the 1999 movie instead. <laughs> Another one says, Addison Rae the worst actress I've seen in a Netflix production. Um, another one says, not everyone can act and produce a good movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find any good reviews. So far, the highest review I found is a 2 out of 10. Um, wow. Somebody is arguing that they couldn't rate it as 0.5 out of 10. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> another one says, if you like the original, do not watch. All right, here's a, another one out of 10. I'll read really quick. And this is from uh, T. Danis on August 27th. Um... TikTok celebrities are not good actors, and this is a 1 out of 10. The actors in this movie aren't considered actors. 
The idea of remaking a movie is great, but it's how you make it. The Gen Z setting is really disgusting and cringe. It's all about followers and who's the biggest D. And who has the bigger D, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all white trash, which um, which is what a, a huge turnoff. The only good actor, well, amazing actor is Tanner Buchanan. Good movie, idea, bad acting and setting. Another one says Addison mm-hmm. Ray is the worst actress alive, which I don't think so, but she's still bad. Um, yeah, okay, here's... Um, yeah, this, I see a 5 out of 10. That's the highest so far, which uh, isn't even a good review of the movie, too. Um, yeah, so basically... There are no good reviews for this movie. <laughs> I was hoping to find somebody that actually liked it, but I am not seeing any yet. And I've scrolled through most of these. Let me see. There's a... Yeah, other ones are like, I cannot describe how bad this movie is. Um, somebody who doesn't understand the English language wrote, doesn't worth my time. That is their headline. Doesn't worth my time. Doesn't worth my time. Interesting. That's going to hurt my head. Doesn't worth your time? Yeah. Okay, here's a 5 out of 10 that I'm going to read just because. Um, This is from Megan Hodgson on August 28th, 2021. 5 out of 10. Elmo is better. It wasn't necessarily the acting that was bad. The acting was mediocre. It was what they made them do and say that messed the whole movie up and made it completely cringy. Not only that, it was very predictable as well. I felt like every other cheesy teen drama... It felt like every other cheesy teen drama to ever exist. I don't recommend watching it. It was definitely something... And if you do watch it, watch it at your own risk of being disappointed. I was even surprised that Addison's acting wasn't all that bad. Thought it would be worse. So that's a bad review, but they still gave it a 5 out of 10. That's just... Yeah, I that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's like, don't watch, maybe... don't watch this, but I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. Like <laughs> Maybe it was like a charity thing. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like, you know, they tried or whatever. Um. <clears throat> so I, I've I've heard rumors. I don't know if this is true, but I, I watched a video about this movie, and um, <clears throat> that Addison Ray could never memorize her lines. They had to refilm like all of her scenes a million times. Not really a million times, but you know, several times to the point where the crew and cast were getting like pissed off at her. What was she allegedly doing? Like. Or acting like, I mean... She just couldn't memorize her lines. She didn't know her lines. Oh, so it wasn't because she was, like, just being mean to, like, anyone or, like... No, it was just pissing people off that she couldn't... She couldn't comprehend memorization of her lines or anything. Well, again, it's a movie debut. Maybe, you know... give her a break. But still... No, I mean, like, start with something small. 
not a Netflix movie where it's like a yeah, whole, and, whole and, lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Like and, it, and, and especially a, a remake of a movie that it's beloved by by a whole generation of people and maybe not make you the lead. You yeah. know, like maybe, maybe, you know, do a guest appearance on an episode of a Nickelodeon or Disney channel show, work your way up or something, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know, but she is sadly one of the most famous people in the world that I had never heard of until like a week ago. Um, <laughs> because we're not on the platform. No, you know, we, it, TikTok has it's like its own world. I know, and we're not part of that world. So to us, you know, I got getting to the age now where like I just don't give a shit like who's popular generation. We're like, like you're supposed to be like in all this person. I'm like, um, okay, whatever. Like, like, like it almost like takes people aback. Like younger people, like, oh, did you realize you're talking about so and so? I'm like. I guess like I mean if get. I mean she's yeah. she's a cute girl. She whatever. She's <laughs> she's she sings and dances well, I guess. I guess. Oh, we forgot about the karaoke scene. That's what started the whole oh, thing off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was such a cool Man, I, I just felt so good to watch that. I was like, oh man. Like neither one like, of them could really... sing. Anyway, so um <laughs> Uh, yep, but it was um, something, teenage something. It was it was uh, it was Katy Perry's teenage dream. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And um, so so I mean, I mean that that's a thing. Like okay, like a gener almost a generation ago now, Katy Perry, maybe not the most talented person in the world, but at least talented. <clears throat> and I understand why people liked her. When I was mm -hmm. a kid, people liked Madonna. I get why people liked her. I get why people liked Lady Gaga. I get why people. Liked uh, Alyssa Milano when I was a kid. I get why people like, uh, I don't know, um, Danielle Fischel as Topanga in Boy Meets World. I'm, I've got the Meets World, you know, thing in my mind because of the two actors. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? I get why people liked these people. I just don't get the whole TikTok and YouTube stars necessarily. Kind of get the YouTube stars a little bit, but it's... I still don't really. Uh... What we what we call is parasocial. Um, it's it's really insidious because it makes it seem like there's less of a gap between the star and their fans, but if in actuality that gap actually might even be more pronounced than it ever was. But it's it's under the delusion that oh I can actually talk to this person on Twitter, you know, and it's like. They're probably not really even doing it. It's probably <laughs> someone using your Twitter page. Well, yeah, like, but you know, like, but but it's like it's like I understand you know the the whole like oh I can do it too sort of thing like like when Richard Linkletter or Kevin Smith made uh, slackers or a uh, slacker or clerks that made you made me as a filmmaker think I don't need a huge budget to make a movie and now of course you don't and <laughs> the thing is. Unfortunately, everybody has like easy access to inexpensive equipment to make movies or music or whatever they want, and people are doing TikTok. I <laughs> I get it, but the thing is, it's like I know that some of the stuff on TikTok is creative, but 
I just I don't know. I'm I'm worried about this short form entertainment mm-hmm. because we already have short attention spans. And um, I'm just worried that that's going to take away from, you know, massive sprawling, you know, entertainment like, you know, we're no longer going to have something like a Magnolia from Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson or, you know, that's like a long movie or, or even something like Lord of the Rings or whatever, you know, what we, you know, it's we're not going to have these like beautiful types of films and stuff like that. But I guess that's two different things in a way, but it's still, it's just kind of worrisome. And it's just me being an old grumpy old man, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, Everything but, but, said, yeah. but I did, I, I did, I did feel like we had some kind of victory when Quibi died. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just prefer long form entertainment when it comes to things, even if it's, you know, a TV series that just lasts, you know, has a, you know, a good, I, I like things with a beginning, middle and end. I guess that's my thing. Yeah. Even if it's something short, it just, but like TikTok, a lot of times it's just somebody dancing to a song. Yeah. There's no, I mean, be- there's no beginning, yeah. middle or end. And that's it. That's the whole, yeah, it's, I don't, I guess every, every, every generation has its thing or whatever. And I guess every generation thinks their thing is the coolest thing, but like, not necessarily though, because when I was younger, I like some of the stuff that was current. Sure. Yeah. But I, a lot of the music I listened to was actually like the classic rock stuff, like from the seventies, maybe some early eighties. I mean, I, I did like Limp Bizkit for a while, but pretty much every kid of my generation at that point did because they were just like, I, such yeah. a huge like it would be impossible to not at least like one of their songs but like by and large i mean i was listening to like yes and led zeppelin and black sabbath and well yeah um that band um sugarloaf just like you know these bands from that era and so i guess from my perspective i wasn't like thinking like oh well my generation's got like the greatest you know whatever but like i think at a certain point like the protestations become true. So like, I, but what I'm trying to say is like, of course, every, everyone says it's like, Oh, well we, we've gone too far. And everyone of course says that, but like, I think at one point it actually is going to be true. Like it's going to be the boy who cried wolf type thing, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I understand. I mean, it's just, it's scary. It's, but, but I mean, like I said, my main complaint is the beginning, middle and end black of sort of thing. It's just like, I, I need that for my storytelling. I need to, I, I don't know. It, it, it'd be like just watching clips of the Godfather and not watching the whole movie. You know, it's just, <laughs> that's what people do though. Now that's the exact, yeah. Know. Some people just watch clips of movies on YouTube. Now they don't watch the whole movie. They just watch clips. Yeah. And I, like, uh, I mean, I do it sometimes too, but not in, Instead of the like, not I, I, it, it's it's usually a movie you've seen before or something, right? Like you're like, yeah. oh, oh, I remember that funny scene in uh, Step Brothers, so I'm gonna watch a clip from it or something. You know, mm-hmm. that's different than than not watching Step Brothers and only watching the clips from it, right? You know, yeah, it's just that's just an example of a movie. I don't know, it's the first one that popped in my head of a comedy, but it's just you know, 
I, I don't know because I I literally know younger kids that all they've seen of movies is clips from it, and it's just <laughs> weird. Like you don't know the plot, you don't know why that's funny. You don't. I mean, there, there's a reason behind everything. Exactly. It's like somebody. That's what that's what bothers me about it the most too. I think you know. <laughs> you know we both we both sound like grumpy old men right now, but well, I guess what gets me is the fact that like it's not so much because they're just doing things different their own ways because people worked on this project like hundreds sometimes even thousands of people all went into this product and you're not even you're not even watching the whole product you're just watching you know what i mean so it's like you're not admiring your entire work that was created Mm -hmm. for you you're just taking it piecemeal and then i guess and again i guess that's not not to go back into my weird communist rants, but I do think, yes, I do think a lot of the stuff is connected because capitalism is not just an economic, I know I sound like a broken record, it's not just an economic philosophy. It permeates almost every aspect of life. So, and that includes shortening attention spans and stuff like that because everything becomes commodified, but not only that, you know, you could just chip away at the things that you like within that product. So then the the entire product itself doesn't really matter anymore. It's just the bits that you like about it. And then that very thing is, is encouraged for people to sort of just just do that. You know, they're like, oh, well, this movie is two hours long. I don't really want to watch that. I mean, yes, you know, it costs well, it's money. The, it's the whole... It's the whole idea of taking things out of context. It's like in taking, you know, cherry picking what you like about something. Um, It's it's just like how people like you're saying about your your whole like communism manifesto or whatever. But the whole um, (laughs) but 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 the whole thing where like, you know, people cherry pick medical data to decide that, you know, (laughs) ivermectin is a good thing to take for fucking covid. You know, I'm just saying it is. It is a shipping away of yeah. yeah it, it's just it's by the way. So I called it. I mean, it's it's not because I'm some brilliant person. I, I anyone could call it that he was going to credit ivermectin for getting better, and sure enough, he did. And it's like, and like he even did it. Like, oh god, I hate this guy. I hate Joe Rogan. Oh, so Joe Rogan. Okay, cool. Piece of shit. You're talking about yeah. Well, sorry, he said ivermectin. He yeah. So he, I was going to say, unfortunately, he survived, but that's that's a mean thing to say. But um, but the reason why I was going to say that is because his survival means that other people aren't going to survive because of what he's promoting. So it's like his survival and in, in, in crediting Ivermectin is going to directly be related to other people dying who listen to him and believe what he says, even though he says, don't listen to me, but it's like, well, wait a minute. Don't listen to you, but yet you have a podcast where millions of people listen to you. So if 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 you really wanted the people to not take your advice, you would have a podcast where you're just talking to nothing to no one. Yeah. So like your argument makes no sense at all. And, 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 and he has he has no time to vet the information that he spews out of his mouth because he's doing a show so often. It's just yeah, he does like five hours a day or some shit. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> so and 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 people will cherry pick what he says too. Like he could come back and say, oh, well, I fucked up. This is what I said. And it's not right. But people aren't going to remember that. They're just going to remember what he said the first time. You know, it, it, it's like a retraction in the newspaper. People never read the fucking retraction that's uh, buried on the 36th page of the newspaper. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no um, one's gonna, yeah. Yeah. 
But a- a- he, anyways, that's just what the world we live in. It is, but I got. I just got. I got make one more because I. I got. I just got on Joe Rogan. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't let it slide just for now. But just just one more thing. So he, he was on his show after he got better, and he he talked about how there's huge conspiracy. So now he's really doubling down on ivermectin shit. There's a whole medical conspiracy now. So all the doctors in the world got together and they're like, you know what we gotta do? We have to suppress the ivermectin information because. We don't want people, we don't want, what was it? Because it's a cheap way of treating COVID, COVID-19. And we don't want people to, to get a cheap thing, but the vaccine is free. Wait, what? Yeah, like, that, 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 that's, what, that, that, that makes no sense. And on top of that, it's like, oh, it's because of big pharma. But you know who makes ivermectin? Big pharma. Exactly. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And that's not like he, he even says all oh, sheepish. Like, he like, yeah, they're saying all this stuff about ivermectin's like a horse steamer and it's all things. But, you know, I kind of feel like a lot better. And it's like, but wait a minute. You, by yourself, admitted in your own video that you, quote, threw the kitchen sink at it. Well, you know how you test a theory? You do one thing. Uh-huh. And you see if that thing works. But then even if that thing works... You test it again and again and it's, again. It's, it's, it's just like again. it's like, just like you know if if I say 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 I ate onions, fish, pizza, <laughs> spaghetti, soup, a grilled cheese sandwich, all those things in one setting, mm-hmm. and then I just specifically blamed the grilled cheese sandwich for me getting sick. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you had a grilled cheese sandwich, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, excuse me, sorry. This is the, I mean, like, I think a part of him has to know how stupid he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't be that stupid. And maybe he is, but that's just really sad if he really is that stupid. Maybe he got hit in the head too many times with this MMA shit because he it, really did not have any intelligence whatsoever. All right? I know is I long for a world where the worst thing that Joe Rogan did was make people eat goat, goat testicles on TV. Um, yeah. you know, now we people take horse dewormer or yes. sorry, life. St- but that's the thing. So he, he, he goes, Oh, well, the weight of the media spinning it is that they're calling it, <clears throat> sorry, a, a quote, horse dewormer, which that, um, that makes it sound, you know, ridiculous that, you know, they actually make it for human use. But the thing is, the people, we're actually going to feed stores to buy the animal version the, the, of the product. The, dif- the difference like, between those people and Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan is a millionaire. Some millionaire. Yeah. And some of these people are working paycheck to paycheck and don't have health insurance and can't go to their doctor. Or maybe their doctor is smart and says, hey, maybe ivermectin isn't the best thing for you right now. But you know what those people can do in the United States? But the problem is, is his reach is beyond the United States. And you got people in Brazil and other countries that are, you know, in Portugal and other places that don't have good health insurance that all they can get is horse dewormer. They can't get the actual human medical grade version of this that's not going to kill you. So you've got these people taking medicine intended for a different species of animal 
and literally shitting themselves to death. So, yeah. But hey, man. But yeah, Joe Rogan's it's great. So, but anyways, um, somehow we got on this, and um, <laughs> but we should probably wrap things up here, Matt. Um, sure. Sorry for going off on our tangents here, folks. But you know, I wish Addison Ray all the luck in the world. Joe Rogan, yeah. not so much. And yeah, um, <laughs> I will tell you this. Even if I don't understand TikTok, Addison Ray is doing less damage to this world than Joe Rogan. So um, <laughs> I'll give her that. Um, and both of them can't act. And um, <laughs> oh, God. But she has time to figure that out. Yeah, um, she does. Yeah. Unlike him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um so um if you want to see Joe Rogan when he was actually good watch news radio don't listen yep. to his podcast um <laughs> think of the good times when all he did was make people sleep in a big bat of bugs and um <laughs> the um you know those good times yeah check out our T public folks nice shirts mm-hmm. now we got nice shirts nice shirts Nice shirts. And um <laughs> the um and uh they're they're nice and soft. I've got I've got mine on right now. I'm feeling it, feeling up my chest. <laughs> I think I want to be left alone here, Matt. Oh wait. Anyway, so um the uh <laughs> check out our tea public, get yourself a nice shirt, um, or any other merchandise we have there for Cullen Park stuff and all too real two stuff and everything um you know give us a five-star review if you like our show um check out our uh all too real com for links to everything else um you know wear a mask get vaxxed wear a condom and until next time folks bye-bye Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Two.